0: He's a mighty God. He's a strong God. Come on, sing this song with us tonight. It's a good time
1: to give the Lord praise. Everybody, come on. Yes, good morning, Mechanicsville. How are you doing today? This is Don Curtis, and yeah, this is another day that the Lord has made for you and for me to rejoice in and to be exceedingly glad yes good morning to you good morning washington dc and wilmington delaware san jose san jose texas san antonio texas rather yes london england we give god thanks and praise for you guys this morning those that listen to us by way of wbr fm and wagon Barrow, england good morning to you good morning to you Yes, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we're going to rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. Yes, we got reason to give God praise. We got reason to shout. Yes, we do. Good morning, Waldorf, Maryland. Good morning to all the Saints at Christ Church. Good morning to you. Good morning to those in Jessup, Maryland, in Leonardtown, Maryland, La Plata, Lexington Park. Good morning to you. Flackery Beach, Florida. Great, great. Redmond, Washington. San Jose, California. Yeah, we give God thanks and praise for those that listen to us in Wisconsin and Arkansas. Good morning to you, Missouri, Montana. who
0: is in the world.
1: South Carolina, good morning to you. Lord Massachusetts, good morning to you. Come on!
0: I tell you to celebrate
1: him tonight. Yeah, Kentucky, good morning to you, Nebraska. Good morning to you. Alaska, good morning to you. Yes, he's worthy of all of our praise this morning, I tell you. Yes, yes. (laughs) I tell you, today is a great day of celebration. Yeah, today can be your celebration day. Uh, You can have your own reasons for celebrating how good God has been to you. The fact that God is your father, he's your dad, and he's been watching out for you. He's been caring for you. Yes, all week long. This is Thursday morning, but we just give God thanks and praise that, you know, (laughs) He's been watching out for us. He's been looking out for us. Mm -hmm. A day of celebration. Yes, a day of celebration. It doesn't have to be a special day in the sense of a birthday or anniversary or something like that. But it could be just, hey, God, giving me another 24 hours. Man, I got a brand new day. I have a day that I've never had before. I'm going to rejoice in it. I'm going to be exceedingly glad. And I got reason to be excited about today. I like how the word of God says, let the Redeemer of the Lord say so. If you've been redeemed by Christ, if you know that God has made a new creature out of you, you got something to talk about. You got something to shout about. (laughs) He's been good to you and to me. And I tell you, I just give God thanks and praise this morning. I woke up this morning just thinking about how good God is, how good he has been to me and how good he is right now. And I tell you, I just give God thanks. Yes, yes, yes. We have reason to do that. We're just not blindly just doing this just for the sake of doing it. <clears throat> we have cause. We have reason. <laughs> There's a purpose behind this. It's just not doing it just for the sake of doing it. It's not doing to get paid. That's one thing for sure. But we're doing it because we enjoy We enjoy what God is doing in our lives. We just can't help ourselves. We got just got to share it. Yeah, I mean, if you won a million dollars, or you won the lottery, you wouldn't keep that to yourself. You would let somebody know. There'd be a different step in your, there'd be a different way you would walk. There'd be a pep in your step. Yes, it would be. Yeah, if you got a call and say, hey, just want to let you know this is your number. Your number was called. Yes, you won the lottery. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. But I tell you, God has provided for you and for me. That's what the gospel is all about. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want anybody to get confused thinking this is a religious kind of thing because this is not religion at all. This is not religious at all. Religion is really to put people in bondage. That's what the word religious means. That's where the root comes from, that it means to put back into bondage, to lock up, to put in the box, to confine, to dominate, to control. And we're seeing just the opposite. This is not religious at all. This is not religion at all. This is freedom. He that the Son of Man sets free is free indeed. And so here it is. You're able to give God thanks and praise this morning. You can have your own praise service right this morning on your way to work, at work, on your lunch hour. You don't have to wait till Sunday morning. No, you could ge- rejoice right now. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Yes. And we have every reason to do that. Yes, we do. We have been spending some time in Ephesians chapter one, just looking at just two or three verses. And just considering the truth, the magnitude of what God is saying to us, the magnitude of what's being said to us, they can cause us to be exceedingly joyful. Yeah, Paul is right into the church at Ephesus, and he's doing this by the will of God. This is God's will for you and for me, uh, that you and I might uh, understand what he has done for us. Verse 2 tells us, grace be unto you, and peace from God our Father. I mean, just to know that God is your daddy. He's your father. Mm hmm. Just to know that, just to realize that, just to embrace that, just to walk in that and then to learn the kind of father that he is, that he's the kind of father that's gracious to you. And he desires you to not have any cares whatsoever, to not have any anxious thoughts, to to not have any anxiety whatsoever. He he desires you to have peace, his peace that passes all understanding that in the midst of any storm, any situation or circumstance you might be going through, that God desires for you to to live out his peace, to experience his peace. That's what a father does. A father desires for his children to prosper and to be in health and to enjoy the finest things of life. That's what any father would want. That's what I desire for my children and grandchildren And God is more loving than I am. He far exceeds me in every possible way. And so he desires for me, for you, for all of us to experience his peace, to walk in his peace, to allow his peace to rule over your heart, over your emotions, over your thoughts. So that even those times when those anxious thoughts uh, creep up, you know how it is, we always think the worst is going to happen. And God says, don't think like that. Let let my peace be in charge of your thinking, be in charge of your thoughts, be in charge of your emotions, be in charge of your decisions. Yeah, not fear, not trepidation, not anxiety, but rather his peace, his peace. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from our dad, yes, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we spent some time a little bit yesterday about this, who has blessed us. God has blessed us, you and me, with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Remember, we said we can taste a little bit of the heavenly life right down here on earth. We don't have to wait until we die to, to taste this, to experience this. But rather, right now, today, today, you and I can experience some of the blessings, the heavenly blessings, the heavenly life In Christ, you and I can experience that today. Mm -hmm. And this peace that God sends from himself to you and to me that he makes available to us, uh, you and I can experience that right now. Yes. But this phenomenal uh, gospel goes on. It says that he, according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Mm hmm. Chosen. Isn't that a tremendous truth for you and I to allow to occupy us uh, to take over our thought process that that God has chosen us. God chose you. Mm hmm. Yeah. Chose you. Yeah. He chose me. (laughs) He made a decision. I like that. Uh, You were God's choice. That's a tremendous uh, boost in morale. That's a tremendous boost and in, uh, in, 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 in confidence in yourself. and And not this self-confidence thing where you just look at yourself by yourself, but rather to just be able to embrace the fact that God chose you. Yeah, that he was the one that made a decision concerning you. And this is what is so phenomenal about salvation, when somebody gives their life to the Lord, so to speak, that They're not making a choice for God. Rather, they're giving evidence that God has already made a choice for them. Mm -hmm. That God is the one who is choosing. He's the one that chooses you and chooses me, and he's done that. He chose you, and he chose me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, that's a tremendous truth that God had you on his mind and God made a decision before you made a decision I like that I I I love that that God made a choice about you and God made a choice about me before we made a choice about him yes mm-hmm. and he did this before the foundation of the world that that's 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 otherworldly that that that's that's out of our a realm of reference and that sort of thing. How in the world can God choose you and me before the foundation of the world uh, when you and I were not even here? We weren't even born yet. Well, that's just part of the essence of who God is. God lives on the outside of time, He's not confined by time like you and I are. And in order for God to have chosen you and me before the foundation of the world to make a choice, about us to decide about you and about me uh, before the foundation of the world he had to know us before the foundation of the world which just opens up a just tremendous truth that you and I existed at least in the mind of God before the worlds were created before the worlds were formed before there was a sun before there was a moon before there were any stars Before there was daylight, before there was nighttime, before there was a day before time exists. (laughs) Yeah, before the foundation of the world, God had made a choice concerning you. And so you being here is by no accident whatsoever. Uh, My being here is not uh, an accident at all. I'm here by design. I'm here by uh, by choice that God chose me, chose you. Uh, before the foundation of the world yeah god knows all about you and all about me he knew us before we were even conceived in our mother's womb and we're talking about again the majesty of god and that's why there's great praise in our lips and our hearts concerning him because when we say there's nobody else like him in all the world we mean that there is nobody else like him in all the universe whatsoever none like him whatsoever Mm mm-hmm and here is a part of that description of him that makes him different and set aside uh, from you and from me and from everything else that before the foundation of the world, God had already made some decisions. God had already made some choices and he made those choices based on his own good will, what he desired, what he wanted to have happen. God chose you because he wanted to choose you because that was his good pleasure. He wanted to do that. He wanted to choose me. He wanted to choose every single one of us and I tell you I'm I'm just blown away by this the fact that God had thoughts about me before I even existed Mm -hmm. and really that's not too far-fetched whatsoever Uh, talk to any architect and he will already have in his mind uh, what a building will look like before it's even constructed I mean this is not you know wild crazy talk at all but this is just a part of our own human experience that an engineer will have thoughts about what he is, is pulling together uh, before it even happens. Mm-hmm. Even this computer that I'm using right now, someone envisioned that, someone thought about that, someone had that on their mind before they even drew it on a piece of paper, before a model was even designed. It exists in their thoughts. Even the name of the computer, before it was actually officially named, uh, it was thought about before it was named. And so this is nothing uh, <laughs> wild. Wow. This is just the way uh, our human experience is. And, and it's another token, another evidence that you and I were made in the very image and likeness of God. We have some reference points in our being That traces us back to God himself. God knew you and knew me before he made you and me. He had already made some decisions about you and about me before we were born, before the even foundation of the world. And again, everything that you see all around you, it was in somebody's thought process, somebody's mind. They had a picture of it in their mind before they sketched it out, before it was even made. The chair that I'm sitting in, the table that I'm looking at, the microphone that I'm using, the headphones that I'm using, somebody thought about that before they even were made, before they were manufactured, before they were designed. As they were being designed, they were, they were, it was out of the result of their thought process. And here God is saying, look, I chose you before the foundation of the world that you should be holy and without blame before him in love. Yeah, God desires for you and for me to be holy. Now, this holiness has nothing to do with a religious kind of connotation about holiness. It's the fact that God wants you and I to be uncommon, to be different, to be separated in the sense that we're not just animals. We're not animals at all. But God has made us his image and his likeness, that we should be holy, that you should be who you are. You're different than everybody else. You're like everybody else, but you're also different from each other. There's some uniquenesses about you. There's some things that are just uh, designed just for you. That's what makes you, you and makes me, me. The fact that I'm not you and you're not me. We have some commonalities. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> but there's also some differences, God made you that you should be holy in the sense that you should be distinct and different and not like everybody else. I'm grateful and thankful WBRFM out of uh, Wagon Barrow, England. Uh, the, The focus of their whole broadcast program is real radio for real people. And they give flexibility to presenters to present all kinds of formats and all kinds of displays of music and that sort of thing. And I thank God that they've opened up and embraced me being able to be me, to be Don Curtis and to be able to share the good news, to share what, what, what has been real in my life. To share this good news about Christ, this good news about this gospel. Yeah. I don't pattern myself and I don't have to pattern myself after anybody else. I can just be me. And that that's, That God made me to be holy this way. He made you to be holy the way you are. Listening without blame before him in love. God desires for you and for me to to show forth his glory in your unique way and in my unique way without any blame whatsoever. (laughs) That, That could just occupy a whole bunch of time just talking about what does it mean to be without blame before him in love. The other person may point their fingers at you, other person might even judge you. Some person might even put you in hell <laughs> but not him he he said now before me i I want you to be holy, distinct, unique, set aside, not common, but uncommon, uh, without any blame before him in love, before him, not before anybody else, but before him, in love, you and I standing. Uh, in the love of god experiencing the grace of god and the peace of god and the life of god in such a way that that we are his delight before us that god takes great delight in you and you being who you are and you recognizing uh, who your genesis is you recognizing uh, that the fact that you are made in the image and the likeness of god and there is a a God-like way for you and me to live and to exist. That we don't lie because God is not a liar. We don't steal because God is not a thief. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We don't have all these sexual issues and whatnot because we understand that our bodies is the temple of the Holy Ghost, that God dwells on the inside of these bodies of ours. That we are, in fact, the members of Jesus Christ's body himself. We are the body of Christ. And so, therefore, we, we live that way. We act that way. We talk that way. We think that way. Mm-hmm. you talking about being free. You're talking about being irreligious. Not religious at all, but absolutely free to be the man, to be the woman. That God has designed you to be the thoughts that he had in his mind concerning you and concerning me before the foundation of the world. And that here we are. And he has chosen us so that you and I uh, should be holy, not copycats, not being like somebody else, not being envious of somebody else. But really just giving God thanks and praise for who you are. I mean, just look around. You ain't going to meet nobody that's exactly like you. That thinks like you, feel like you in every situation, every circumstance. God has made you to be distinctly different than other folk. And why is that? So that you might display an element of God's glory that nobody else can display. You are his workmanship. You are his prize project. You are his masterpiece. Yes. <laughs> yeah, great joy that to know that, hey, God... I'm God's workmanship. When you see me, you see what God is doing in me. Yes, and he's working in such a way that he occupies me. Mm-hmm. And not only holy, it's its a shame that that religion has messed up this word holy so that we think that it means all quiet and humble and to yourself and, and, and wearing long dresses and white, white and all this kind of stuff. No, it, it means uncommon it means set aside it means distinctly different had a sneeze it was getting come on you know how that is <laughs> that's what happens in live radio but yes yes he wants you to be distinctly you mhm and to allow him to reveal to you uh the the very thoughts that he had in his mind concerning you mhm yeah And having predestined us, listen to this, unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to his good pleasure, according to the good pleasure of his will. Listen to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) You know, when you and I see this, we begin to see, wait a minute, God predestined me that I might be a part of his family unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself. Yeah, God desires. He wants to be your dad. He wants to be your father. He wants you to be his, according to the good pleasure of his will. (laughs) There's a great pleasure in his will. You bring great pleasure to God this morning. Uh, Yes, you do. (laughs) Yeah, I I bring good pleasure to God this morning. That's what he desires. He, he gets pleasure out of you. He delights in you. He is excited about you. When you woke up this morning, he was excited that you woke up so that now you can have this interaction with him. You can have this fellowship with him. You can share in his life today. That you can talk with him today. You can walk with him all day long today. You can experience his goodness today. And if by chance he gives you an opportunity to share with someone else, and that's a that's a that's a great opportunity. In fact, others might come to you and want to know what makes you tick. It's not that you have to go looking for people to share this with people will come looking for you because they see that you have something that they don't have. And they would like to have that themselves. They would like to have peace. Your kind of peace, the peace that you got. They would like to have that joy that you have. And that smile you have on your face it doesn't seem like anything affects you at all. person will come and ask you, you know, why why are you that way? What makes you tick? And you'll be able to say, you know, God delights in me. (laughs) I'm a part of God's good pleasure. God has pleasure out of me. God gets delight out of me. Yeah, he woke me up this morning because he wanted me to spend the day with him, and I'm just walking and talking with him all day long today. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, because you know you've been predestined unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, that this is what God Desires for you and for me, his desires for you and me to experience the life of a child of God and all the implications of it, all of what that implies-, mm-hmm. <laughs> for you to be his child, for you to be his son, for you to be his daughter, yes, uh-huh, yeah, to the praise of the glory of his grace, yes, this is this great praise that <clears throat> excuse me, that Stephen heard was singing about great praise yes yes <laughs> yeah great praise to him the one that made all this possible for you and for me to the praise of the glory of his grace <clears throat> excuse me the grace of God having the glory about it just as it is just the, just the quality of grace that God gives to you and to me has a glory of God all around it so as you and I are living by the grace of God there is a certain glory in every one of our steps. There's a glory in your life this morning because you are who you are by the grace of God. God being gracious and kind and loving to you. And it's to the praise of the glory of this grace. I mean, you're the one that's the reason for you and me to give God thanks and praise this morning. Cause God is gracious to us. We say, man, we woke up today with new grace. I have fresh grace for the day. <laughs> And I give God thanks and praise for that. Mm -hmm. This is not grace that was left over from yesterday. But this is new grace, fresh grace, amazing grace that God has made available to you and to me this day. So we can celebrate this grace that God has given to us, wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved. I like that. You don't have to be accepted by anybody else. In fact, everybody else might reject you. That doesn't mean a hill of beans. When you and I understand and see that God has accepted us, that you and I, we have been accepted in Christ Jesus himself. That's what makes Christ so valuable to me, valuable to you, because it's our place in him that has made us accepted by God himself. And I tell you, that's tremendous truth for you and I, even for young folks. You're not worried about peer pressure. You're not worried about anybody else accepting you. When you know that God has accepted you, yeah, <laughs> might make you want to sing. Might want to make you hum. You might even want to cut a jig. You may want to dance a step or two. David was so excited about the fact that the presence of Lord had been returned to Israel that he started dancing. Yeah, the king of Israel started dancing wildly so much so that he danced out of his clothes. Praise, Stephen Hurd. Good morning, McCanniesville.
0: For so this is the day the Lord has made. We honor you, Father. We celebrate. Come on, grab it, everybody. Come oh, on, give great praise. Amen. Yeah. Oh, praise the Lord today. This is the day the Lord has made. Father, we celebrate your name. From coast to coast, from nation to nation. Come on, lift your voice. The song says, Everybody. Sing with voices raised. Come on.
1: A way to start your day, praising God this morning. Yes, it may be morning, maybe afternoon, maybe nighttime. Your time's table might be different than mine, but good morning to you, anyway.